0: These tools are your interns. They are not high-paying salaried employees that are going to give you quality content all the time. Welcome back to Duo On Air. I'm Abby. And I'm Courtney. And we're the ex-agency turned entrepreneurial team that puts the duo in Duo Collective. Our boutique organic marketing agency specializes in SEO, social media strategy, and branding. Welcome back to the Duo On Air podcast. This is episode number 98. And today we're sharing the things that we ask AI tools to help save us time, drive efficiencies, and exactly how these question, how to ask these questions and how to refine them for the best results. We honestly just spent a little bit of time playing in ChatGPT before we're jumping on yeah. this episode. We so. have
1: an outline of like things we're going to talk about. And then I was looking at Abby and I was like, OK, but have we tested this? Like, have we tried this? Because I want to know, like, how this actually works, and if it's something, you know, like we just want to explain it a little bit more and see if it's something that would be beneficial. And we'll get into it in a minute. But one of the things just like blew my freaking mind. Yeah, so. <laughs> it's,
0: yeah, seriously. So whether you've dabbled in AI tools or not, you've probably heard the stigma. They suck. The content I get is crap. I can do it better. And I'm gonna give you a little hard truth right now. Is the content doesn't suck, but how you are asking does. So basically
1: Abby is talking to me right now because <laughs> I don't dabble in AI nearly as much as Abby does. And i that's like a goal of mine. I need to start doing that. But I jump into ChatGPT and we're, we use the paid version, so we use ChatGPT for plus. Or plus. Mm-hmm.
0: 4 plus 4 plus. 4 at the time of recording this. Who knows? It could be 6 next week. Yeah, who knows?
1: <laughs> and there are some days where like I throw stuff in there or I ask chat to like write me something or do something for me and it just pushes out garbage. And I'm like, Abby, like, what is this I've been in chat GPT for seven hours now I'm not getting what I want. And it is the way that I'm talking and communicating to chat GPT. And that's why it's pushing out garbage is because the way I'm talking to it is garbage and I need to be more specific or I need to have chat GPT. um, know, bring it to a different level. Like that is way too hard to understand. Like talk to me like I'm a fifth grader. So it's how you communicate with it is Mm -hmm. what you're going to get back. So Abby is way better at this than I am. I've learned things from her, but I'm getting I'm slowly getting better. But at first, it can be really frustrating because Mm -hmm. you're like, this is stupid. Like this is a waste of my time. It's doing worse than what I would do. But it's because you're communicating with the tool
0: wrong. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely something that's a learned behavior. And it's funny, like how I was typing to the tool, Courtney was like, you're so polite. And I'm like, I'm typing to it like it's a person. Because that's how you have to think. You have to think about it as a person on the other side of the screen that's giving you content. And I know I've said this before, Your these tools are your interns. Like they are not high paying salaried employees that are going to give you quality content all the time. They are your interns who you need to train and love and build and grow. And the more you do that, the better content you're going to get. So, so be polite. Be also, polite. Also,
1: they're robots. So yeah. if
0: they ever get pissed to those,
1: watch
0: I know. That. Use please and thank you. I don't know. Just just to be safe, right? Uh, so if you haven't listened to any of our episodes already about AI tools, we have a couple, episode 57 and episode 59, where you can dig into a little more about what ChatGPT is. A little more about different ai tools you can use in your business i am sure we will have loads more to come in the future but definitely dig into those if you haven't already and also we're going to talk mainly about chat gpt today but you can also use these prompts in tools like bard which is google's version of um their ai tool like chat gpt this is probably the very first time i'm telling you i'm not using a google tool <laughs> first but i do truly like chat gpt better than bard at the moment. Have at you the explored moment. Bard? Not a ton. I it's just I haven't just gotten great content from it. Which okay. I they're a little bit behind the curve. Like ChatGPT came out sooner, so I, they definitely could get there. But yeah. right now I'm just like liking what I'm getting in ChatGPT and the experience. So I'm just kind of staying there because limited time. Yes, <laughs> there we go. Um, so you might be asking too: Is ChatGPT Plus worth the investment? Yes absolutely i've even noticed if
1: sometimes i'm accidentally in um the non-paid version because you have both like when you log in um it doesn't push out as good of content mm-hmm. so, yeah, yeah making sure you're in the paid version if you if you have purchased it absolutely. um so some of the reasons that you should and that we use ai and <clears throat> chat gpt particularly uh, first one is better content. Uh, this is the plus, plus, version, the plus specifically. version. yes. So the main reason that we made the investment was for better content. And I would say also to help with efficiencies. Like if I'm sitting, I've used chat GPT, the paid version for planning out our social grid, and it has helped astronomically when it comes to writing those, those social posts. So I will put in what I need. I will finesse it to make sure that it sounds like our voice if I need to but it really has helped take our social copy to a whole nother level. And it's I'm not spending hours upon hours upon hours trying to craft a story for each single post that we have.
0: Yeah, it's never copy-paste. Like the expectation should never be Mm copy-paste, but I will definitely say if you ask the free version of ChatGPT a question and then you ask a paid version, you're definitely getting more quality content with the paid version. It truly just is better. It's a better, and it's not like they're trying to trick you. It truly is a better processing system and that's what you're paying for. Yeah,
1: and if you ever do copy paste, people are probably gonna be able to tell that it was AI that you used because yeah. it's sometimes it's not in your voice and there are ways to make it sound like you and your which business we'll get and your brand. The- yes, which we will talk about. But um, at the end of the day, again, these are, robots these like abby said they're your interns they're not going to be perfect so you have to make sure that you finesse it to fit your brand and what it is that you're trying to communicate
0: mm-hmm. yeah it can also so the chat plus version if you haven't made the investment yet and you're questioning whether to do it just know better content helps it can also analyze websites you can literally drop a website in there <clears throat> it'll crawl that website and be able to regurgitate information understand the information and I'll, we'll go through the prompts that will basically help walk you through how you can do that, but no, it can analyze different websites. It can also browse the web. So the old current, like free, the free version of GPT actually can only access data up to September, 2021. So if you want anything that's relevant, so if you're using it for like fact checking or stats or sourcing any relevant information for yourself or your clients or anything, Um, The free version cannot give you any of that. So making sure that you are using ChatGPT Plus or ChatGPT4 and browsing with Bing. So when it is browsing the web, it's using Bing because ChatGPT Plus is a Bing service. So um, it can also analyze data. Tell me example. Didn't somebody like reach out to
1: you recently, and you had you told them like, oh, go upload that PDF or mm-hmm. that document to. Yeah. I can't remember. Who yeah. It was so we we
0: but. received a bunch of testimonials from a client in image format, and so someone on our team was like, oh, I have to. I, they don't have that in a doc. I have to copy. Like I have to go write out now all of the testimonials in that image. And I was like, don't do that. Upload them all to chat GPT and have them write it out for you. She was like, What?
1: Isn't that <laughs> mind blowing? Like how efficiency and what a time saver.
0: Yeah. So there's a lot of things like that where if you like only have an image and you need to like take it out. Or say you want to upload your podcast te- like your podcast audio and have it regurgitate your transcript or your show notes. Like you can do things like that because it can download documents. So that part's awesome. Amazing. And then the part that Courtney was talking about at the beginning of this episode of what it can do that we hadn't tested yet and we just did right now. Because I was going, like, we can't talk right? about this if we didn't test it. I know. Um, so we are going to share the, we'll share in the show notes, the full conversation. But it can generate images. And this is where we were like, okay, make us a cocktail. And we specifically asked what type of cocktail we wanted, what type of environment we wanted. The color of the the cocktail. The color of the cocktail, all of those. And then we were like, okay, it's all right. I don't love it. So we took an image that we had on our website already and downloaded it, screenshotted it, and uploaded it to ChatGPT4 and said, hey, can you make us another cocktail image just like this that we can use on our website? I crapped my pants
1: when I saw what it, <laughs> when I saw what it generated uh, Courtney's was like, like
0: download, I want that for the website. I was like, wait, <laughs> what
1: why am I searching these free stock photography platforms when I can literally just do this and get almost exactly what I want? Yeah. It's actually
0: a really good image
1: it was a really good image we're Mm -hmm. gonna share it with you and it's gonna be on our website soon so so
0: generating images i i don't know that people are gonna be that great but if you have things like for us we share a lot of cocktails and coffee and things that represent our brand if you have things like maybe food maybe um maybe like uh, tablescapes or something
1: like that or like Mm -hmm. i want a laptop with Mm -hmm. a podcast mic and a notebook and a pen Mm
0: -hmm. yeah And I think you can also find some images that you already love, upload those for inspiration and have it build on that. So that's where that this is where the magic happens. The way you ask and how you ask is so important. And so that's what we want to talk about today, because it, this can be such a powerful tool if you know how to use it the mm-hmm. right way. Also to all the photographers out there that
1: are listening, if you're like, <laughs> screw you guys and what you just said, <laughs> it is not replacing photographers because uh-uh. we got a few coffee images. where we're like, Ooh, these aren't great. And the cocktail ones, they, I mean, the one that I really liked, it's, it's good, but it's still, if you look close enough, you can tell it's not a, yeah, not a real photo, right? Yeah. So it is not replacing their jobs. It is not this is not replacing brand photo shoots. It is mm-hmm. meant for just little things here and there that might complement your brand. Added so, value. Yeah. Yes.
0: Like we talk about this all the time where we we have, you know, three hour brand photo shoots sometimes and and where we have a park because it's my mother. And so it's great. We spend the whole day at a studio. We get a ton of content and we want that content to be us. We don't want to spend an hour of our time taking styled shoots of like deskscapes and of cocktails and like plus right. bringing all of that equipment to studios studio is really hard yeah so it's really nice to have those little complimentary touches of photos in places that we aren't going to spend time on a brand shoot for and that's what it's for like please don't use product imagery like if you are a product business do not use ChatGPT to replace the importance of having really good brand photography for your products. Correct. It is meant to be added supplemental imagery. So yes. yeah, thank you for calling yes. that out. Yes. Photographers, I like, oh, no. we love Sorry, you. Photographers, <laughs> we love you. This is not replacing you by any means. Nor is ChatGPT replacing anyone. No. So please don't think yeah. that it's replacing any of the things that you offer. So before we dig into all of these prompts, I want you to do something first. And I want you to open up a Google Doc and I want you to do two things. One, define your audience and two, define your voice and personality. And the reason why you're doing this is because I don't want you to retype the same thing multiple times because we are talking about efficiencies here. You are going to type it out once and then anytime you need to explain to ChatGPT who your audience is, what your voice is, what your personality is, you can copy and paste it and then you can ask your question. So making sure that you're saying, hey, Our audience is entrepreneurs and solopreneurs who are looking for ways to grow their business without spending a pretty penny on ads. We might also add things like where they like to engage, what they like to do for fun, what industry they're in, what are their biggest fears. Adding in all of those details about who our audience is, is going to help ChatGPT or any AI tool give you good content and understand who your audience is. So same thing with voice and personality. We like to say things like we're sitting down with an old friend for coffee. We don't use jargon. We're friendly, encouraging, motivating, and our clients biggest cheerleaders. And we're your business bestie and we genuinely care about you seeing real tangible results. I want ChatGPT to know that. I want them to know that that's what we do. And occasionally I will get things that ChatGPT goes too far and I'm like, wow, you're really corny and cheesy and oh, we're not that man. way either the corniness <laughs> add I... a little more grit or add some more realness or add some op- like make this a little mm-hmm. bit more authentic because sometimes no jargon can like come off as like cheesy explanatory things super so you yeah. need to be like you went too far like literally say those words you went too far. Can you find a happy medium? And then it will come back and change it. So like refine this. I love Abby's (laughs) relationship with chat GBT. (laughs) She's just like, okay, bring it
1: back a few steps. You went a little too seriously, but But you say that you talk to it like a, like a person. Yeah. (laughs) I have gotten, when I work on social in this space, sometimes it is so cheesy and corny and I'm like, okay, a little less corny. Like we need to be a little bit more serious here or like just take out some of these words because Mm -hmm. that is nope that is too far Mm
0: -hmm. absolutely yeah you need to say that because then it can get you better content don't just say oh i hate this and go away and do it yourself right that's a waste of time And don't hit regenerate
1: because Mm -hmm. that will it will rewrite basically what it just wrote and it'll keep the amount of corniness in it yeah you have to you need yeah you you need to give it feedback absolutely and don't feel bad it's a robot you're not it's not like It's not like I'm looking at Abby like, oh, my God, Abby, that was corny. Try again. Right.
0: Right. I know. Well, sometimes. I don't know. I do say corny stuff sometimes. We both do. (laughs) Uh, So let's get into some of these prompts. We have a lot of prompts here. We're going to make sure we probably won't touch on all of them right now, but they will all be in the show notes because it's especially if you're listening to this as you're driving or walking or doing whatever and you can't take notes, know that we'll have all of these in the show notes so that you can go and grab them and use them as reminders uh for yourself when you're creating content because i think that's the hardest part is you just forget to use it you forget the resources there and Mm -hmm. i know i do that to court all the time where she's like what should i do for this and i'm like ask chat gpt i
1: always forget i always like <laughs> abby is my chat gpt and she like that's what she was when the chat gpt uh, didn't exist and she would be like she was she's way better at writing stuff than i am like she's, i don't know she's borderline <laughs> copywriter <laughs> no, and no, no, i'm no, no, like no. i'm like can you rewrite this for me and she's like how about you ask chat gpt and i'm like oh yeah i forgot okay you know,
0: there you go <laughs> i know it's awesome little intern Uh, okay. So let's talk about course creation right now for anyone who's creating a digital course. Here's some prompts you can use. This is real life for us right now because we're redoing SEO on tap at the moment. And this is definitely something we're using it for. So one can be, can you write me an outline of what I should include in this course, insert your course name and the course details, and then outlining the modules and the content that I should record. And it'll spit out a ton of stuff. You're not going to like it all. And that's, not the point the point isn't for you to have a perfect course outline the point is now you have a starting point you have things that you didn't think about that you can now include if it makes sense
1: yeah another one for this could be can you write me script notes for these course slides and then again be sure to share your voice and personality here so that those script notes reflect your voice and personality for when you are doing that voiceover for your different uh, modules
0: And here's an example of how you can use that whole analyze the website tool with ChatGPT plus you can actually do a prompt like, can you review the sales page? And then enter in your URL, write me some sales copy to use for my email, my social post, my caption. Don't do all of those at once, pick one. So say, write me some sales copy that I can use for my first email to announce the launch of this course. Now it's going to analyze the sales page. It's gonna know all of the details about your course, and it's going to write you content for your email that obviously you will probably need to finesse, but it is a massive starting point. Yes. So these are some things that are awesome to help with course creation help. We'll have a few more on the show notes too. So let's shift gears and talk about blog or podcast creation because I do this weekly. Weekly, I am using this to help me come up with podcast titles podcast descriptions, uh, blog show note headlines. ChatGPT probably helped her write this outline. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Right? That's great. Um, Also, it did because I just browsed through all of ChatGPT and I was like, what did I ask ChatGPT? Because that's seriously, these are all things that I do and use all the time. So uh, first one being, can you analyze all of my blogs? I literally entered in our website URL of our blog homepage and then said, let me know what other blog ideas I could write about. And please, use a key, please include a keyword that I can write with each post. Now, obviously, you know me. I wasn't just going to take their recommendation for a keyword. I was going to use that keyword as a starting point for my research. But it was really great to help give me some ideas. I picked and choose some that I liked and then added them to our queue to write for it and verified the keyword. Can you tell me how many it gave you? Uh, it will give you as many as you tell it to so usually you I, I say give me 10 i oh, think okay. sometimes a really calm if you don't ask for multiple it will just spit out one i never like the first answer so i'm always asking it to generate 3 to 5 mm-hmm. um sometimes i'll ask for like 10 i sometimes think the more you ask for the less the crappier quality. it kind of gets yeah. yeah so i usually ask for like 5 and then have them refine and then give me more okay. so i will say I never get what I want on the first time, rarely. And usually it's like three questions in that I start getting more to what I like. Like better quality. and Yeah. yeah. Yep. Perfect. Another thing that I really use ChatGPT for all the time is to write me an SEO title and to write me meta descriptions. But here's how the prompts have to go because the tools don't really know character limits. So this is super important. So I'll say things like, can you write me an SEO title that is 60 characters or less for this blog post and please use this keyword. Could you give me five options? Again, this is where I'm like, I use please, I use thank you. These are great. This is the one I like. You're the best, beautiful. uh sometimes it'll compliment you back too. sometimes
1: i wonder if she gives chat gpt more compliments than she does me oh i'm that kidding
0: <laughs> abby's constantly telling me i'm great <laughs> even when i'm not i'll, I'll change that <laughs> uh so having these guardrails in there when you're asking it to write you metadata or anything like that is super important because otherwise it will spit you out a meta description that's 300 characters long and that will never fit so you still need to have the knowledge to know what you have to do, like what the rules are for these certain things in order to get good content like from what it. what your limits are
1: essentially yeah. within spaces like that.
0: Yep. The next one is social media. We've talked about this a little
1: bit prior to jumping into these, but, um, and I use this is like the main reason I use ChatGPT is for um, helping write captions and helping creating content. Um, I haven't done this one that we have outlined here, but can you analyze my Instagram account and then again, obviously, insert a URL or take a photo of it and make me some content themes or buckets based on what type of content that you see here that we're sharing? Um, I ser- I've literally only ever jumped in ChatGPT and I'm like, give me
0: content ideas about branding, like I'm
1: i am probably way we have our content
0: buckets, so it's like really it's easier but i think a a lot of times too like based on what works you can also say hey here's my top performing posts help me build on that how can i build content buckets and
1: i sure it gives you way more things than you would have ever thought of and i think Mm -hmm. sometimes we can get so caught up in our like Okay, we're talking about branding and we're talking about SEO and we feel like we've literally talked about everything under the sun for both of those topics, but we probably haven't even scratched the surface. There's probably mm-hmm. so many more things that we can dive into and that's where ChatGPT GPT is great because it can start to add on to those things and really break it down even more for you.
0: Yeah, it's not like wrapped in the weeds of something that Oh, well, I shared that two years ago, I can't share it again. Well, yeah, you can because no one remembers it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: absolutely. <laughs> Repurpose. Uh, yeah. Um, and then obviously, like, can you help me ideate some
0: content ideas for my Instagram for this
1: content bucket? Or can you write me a caption for this social post, upload an image, I want the takeaway to be x, y, and z. So these are things that I do weekly when it comes to uh, creating that content for social
0: yeah always saying the purpose what's the purpose what do you want your audience to take away is key to getting good content because you want to make sure that that is weaved into it that you're actual there's actually an action to be yeah. taken at the end
1: and like always tell it to to like have a cta like have a hook or have some sort of a call to action and be specific about what you want that call to action or that hook to be
0: mm-hmm Uh, email marketing. So I do this a lot for Tuesday tips and sips is I will say, can you give me some email subject line ideas for this email? I'll actually copy and paste my whole email into it or upload an image of it. And then I'll say, I want the subject line to be intriguing and less than 10 words. Less than 10 words is key because it loves to give me really long subject lines that I don't like. So, um, making sure that you use descriptors like that. I want it to be intriguing. Like I want someone to be like, whoa, I want to read that um making sure you do things and then i'll also say like give me 10 options because i want variety and then i might say i like this one give me more like this one so that you can start to get even more that you love rather than just being like it's okay so
1: have you found that chat gpt seems lengthy in anything that you do if you don't
0: define that's i've
1: found that too Mm -hmm. when it comes to social like you really have to be specific like write me a very short social post or write me two sentences about x y and z because otherwise i think chat gpt gets a little little wordy and a little lengthy Mm
0: -hmm. yeah so it does that with me for podcast description notes so the little description that you see in our podcast before you click listen that is usually driven by chat gpt i'm i've refined it but basically i will ask it to write me a paragraph description for this episode and i'll upload all of my show notes or upload the transcript And then it will understand what the podcast is about and write me a description. The description is always super long. So sometimes I'll take an old description and I'll say, hey, here's the voice and personality of this other description and how we talk and the length of that. Can you copy that and apply that to this description? And then it will spit me out something that's way better. Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. Good to know.
0: Yes. So some random things, these don't kind of fit into a bucket, but we use ChatGPT all the time for like brainstorming. So um, can you help us come up with podcast ideas for this season, like holidays or, you know, New Year, spring, fall, whatever? Uh, Can you or like even a milestone? So we've used this a lot, too. So help us. What are some podcast ideas we can do for Halloween? Marketing Tricks and Treats was created by ChatGPT. that was so much fun. (laughs) So much fun. Um, We also did it for our 100th episode, which actually, we like Courtney's idea better. So we went with (laughs) that. Yeah, actually, I was (laughs) smarter than the robot. I know, you did good. Mm -hmm. So stay tuned. It's coming up soon. And then uh, we've also used it for course ideas. So this is something too, where like, we know the course that we want to build. If you don't know, like say you're thinking about starting a coaching program or thinking about starting a course use ChatGPT to help brainstorm with you. Like tell them all the things that you are good at, that you like to do and have ChatGPT be your brainstorm buddy. You don't need to be like in it alone. So just using it to help ideate ideas is fun. Anytime we're like, I don't know what to do. What should we do for our holiday party? What should we give a gift? Like we need to give someone a gift. What should we give them? Mm -hmm. Like just ask.
1: Yeah. It's just like, you know, their little partner, you know?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. So... Now, those are a few different buckets. Obviously, the world is endless. So hopefully there's some prompt in there that you really liked that you can just get started with. Don't feel like you have to use it every single day for everything. Like it'll get easier to use the more often you use it because you'll find new ideas. And I think it's just remembering. Remembering it's there to use, even just open the tab and keep it like, you know, along with all the other 50,000 tabs you have open because that's me, but keep it open as a reminder so that you can pop in there. And I think also
1: remembering that when you're in it, instead of getting frustrated because it's not pushing out the content you like, you have to remember to refine it all comes down to refining Mm -hmm. it and making sure that A, it sounds like you and B, you're getting exactly what you're asking for. And sometimes, like I said, it seems to be really lengthy sometimes. So you're like, can you shorten this and write this in two sentences and make sure to keep X, Y, and Z included? Or can you further elaborate on this section and make it better? Um, I don't like words like this and this. Can you try that again with eliminating those words? Mm-hmm. So it really comes down to being very specific. And you can tell it things that you don't like and things that you do like and really get nitty gritty and down to the detail for how you want them to produce the content for you, essentially,
0: we'll include some of our like favorite refinement phrases to use. Because like we talked about them a lot here of like, hey, can you try and match this language and then actually copy and pasting a paragraph from your blog or some language that you used in a different social post caption to have it use that to help copy your brand voice like it's just giving the tool just needs more information because it doesn't know you yet. Yeah, exactly. Um, another thing that you can do that is super helpful, and I'm ashamed to say I didn't start doing this until very recently rename and label your chats. You don't need to start a new chat every single time you pop in. So now we have a chat labeled podcast title ideas, we have a chat labeled blog post ideas, we have a chat labeled SEO titles, social. Yeah, social. Like, so yeah. you don't need to start a new chat. You can just, it already knows your regulations, and you can say just, Following the same rules that I've written above, can you write me an SEO title for this? You don't need to repeat yourself so often. So it can be super helpful, especially if you're doing something like course ideation. Make sure it always knows what your course is, who your audience is. You don't need to repeat yourself a billion times. So, like having your
1: own buckets within that space that you can always go back to and put in the content that you need ChatGPT to help you out with. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, So, finally, There are still a few things that bug me. (laughs) I'm not, this tool is not perfect by any means, and it's new and it's just going to keep getting better. But, um, there's a few things that bug the crap out of me. One is they love to add colons to any of my blog headlines and it drives me crazy. So it'll be like three words or use your keyword and then it will say colon. And then the rest of the headline every single time. Even if I ask it not to do it, sometimes it still does it. I'm like, are you listening to me? So usually I'm like, remove the colon, make it one fluid headline, and then I'll get better results. But that's something that bugs the crap out of me. And also now that I know it does that, I also know when people are using ChatGPT to help them come up with ideas. If every headline you use has a colon in it, you likely aren't revising your headlines. You're just copying so, and pasting. Yeah. And I just don't like that aesthetic. Like sometimes it works. Sometimes it makes sense. And I think it, it really just depends on the piece of content you're delivering. But otherwise I just don't like it. I'd rather it just be a fluid headline.
1: One of the things that really bothers me in the social space is anytime I ask it to help me write a post copy, it always gives me hashtags. And I Never ask for hashtags. I think it's just, it knows that it's a social post and it knows that people use hashtags. And Abby and I, we know like Instagram has shifted. Hashtags are not a priority anymore. So I just get a little annoyed. I'm like, I don't need these hashtags. Like, leave them be. And a lot of the times the hashtags are super corny. And I'm like, are these even relevant? So mm-hmm. um, that's something too that I've learned that I'm not a huge fan of. But anytime yeah. they know it's, they're writing a social post, mm-hmm. I think they want to include that as part of it. And I get it. But It's just not for us
0: yeah yeah for real um another thing is it can be really slow sometimes and i actually just did some research on this the other day because it was so slow and just typing so slow and i was like come on this is painful so um one of the things you can do is clear your browser cache so clearing that can help it move a little bit faster You also might want to start a new chat. If you're using a chat that has tons of data in it, like you uploaded a ton of documents, you had a ton of information there, it can actually be like heavier and harder for it to dissect all that information every time you're asking. So um, starting a new chat or removing a chat or just kind of cleaning up that space can also be helpful. But and sometimes it's just a tool like ChatGPT went down, went down the other day and that's something that like it's just gonna happen it's a new tool and the more people start adopting it the bigger they need to make it so it's definitely going to be growing pains that we're along for the ride with i sent
1: abby a screenshot i saw like a news article pop up on my phone that ChatGPT was down i was like oh no the world's about to freak Mm -hmm. out
0: yeah for real for real um it's also important to remember too like don't share private information with the tool like your financials i would be really hesitant to share um because this stuff is accessible to the web just like anything online just be cautious Mm -hmm. about stuff like that like it's great to use it to help create content and ideate things for you like all of that is good but just be careful about what types of documents you upload don't share any private information just be really conscious of that yes so there you have it some prompts that you can actually start using today So go ahead, if you don't have time to go into the show notes, make sure you bookmark it so you can come back to it and use it as a reminder to use AI more in your business so you can get some time back and be more efficient. If you like this episode, please be sure to share it with a friend and subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes dropping every Monday. Plus, if you haven't already, please go ahead and leave us a review and don't hesitate to share any new episode ideas. We absolutely love hearing from you and creating this content for you. See you next week.